0: When it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, the power was given him over all kindreds imposed and nations. ruminations of red rum i am so lucky and just honored to be here tonight i am mitch your guest host for this episode i was given this opportunity by the fine gentleman here at ruminations of red rum and we're going to get into it right now with the originators the hosts the creme de la creme of the ruminations radio network the red rum cast themselves you may know them by their monikers, the Titan of Terror, Kyle with a K.
1: Um, hi, Mitch. It's uh, I'm really glad to have you. Uh, and not only have you, but you're hosting the first. You were the first. I thought it would be proper that if we have guest hosts on here, special guest hosts, you would be the first one to guest host an episode, because without you, this would not exist.
0: thanks man i really appreciate i really kind of blew that intro i'm sorry i'm rushed home i'm not in great form yet i'm getting there i'm sipping my bourbon so i'm about to get into the into the mode um but thank you very much i really appreciate it man because you know that i'm a fan and i I love the show and i feel very honored and then you have the banshee of broadcasting ian with two e's that is amazing. That's just a welcome, sir. It's
1: a ghost. Do you get it? Bent? I know. Yeah, get it? Yeah, it's ghost not. Get it? <laughs> it's not the Halo <laughs> vehicle. Um, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Was really that much. a Halo thing? Sorry, what'd you say?
0: That is a Halo thing, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's the one that flies, right? It's the purple thing that flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Air vehicle. Cool. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, to your audience, um, all your boys out there in Alaska. Oh. And I just wanted to say,
2: (laughs) by the way, Mike,
0: (laughs) I'm so like, again, I'm glad to be here. I I feel really honored. And uh, as an honored uh, guest host, I got to choose the film. And uh, today we are reviewing, talking about the prophecy, 1995 is the prophecy and before we get started, I think the format is daily, weekly Rex, Is that what we do? Mm-hmm. These parts? Cool. So, uh, Ian, man, what's the story? What have you been into? What's been oh, going on? Man,
1: uh, I've, I'm still going through Doro Hidoro, the manga series. Um, I'm on volume nine right now, um, at a 23. So I still get a ways to go. Um, I'm still going through Fire Emblem Engage. I'm about 20, a little over 26 hours in, um, I just love the gameplay of Fire Emblem games. It's it's addictive, honestly. Um and I think my it's weekly a strategy RPG, right? It is a strategy RPG. So it's like chess with medieval anime characters. It's um there's nothing like it. There's nothing quite like Fire Emblem. Um there's like Langrisser, I think um Shining Forces. I think that's kind of like it. That's like an old throwback. Um game. Yeah, it is. I know that business. <laughs> um but yeah, I think those two are pretty similar to Fire Emblem. But there's nothing that like just hits the the juices like Fire Emblem does. <laughs> um, but I think my weekly rec is going to be Jet Li's The Enforcer. It's been a while since I've watched a Jet Li film, and he is, I think, my favorite martial artist, my favorite actor, martial arts actor. Um, and this was a great film, um, very cheesy. It's produced by Wong Jin, who does pretty, um, pretty. He makes pretty terribly fun film. He's kind of like the um, the Paul W S Anderson of Hong Kong. So if you can imagine that, um, but oh, yeah, yeah, it's super fun. Fortunately, I can imagine that. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's gonna be my my weekly wreck, The Enforcer. Four.
0: I remember seeing it advertised, but I never saw Mm -hmm. it. Never saw it. But on that weekly rec, I'll have to check it out. And Kyle, my good friend, my man. What's the story? I got nothing, guys. I've been
1: working a lot, preparing for my Texas trip, uh, which I'm very excited for. I'm going to Texas in two days, and uh, I'm going to go see a live show of one of my favorite podcasts. They're going to be podcasting live And then um, just kind of mingle around Houston and eat good food and check shit out. Um, But I don't have any recs, per se. I did, um, coming off my birthday yesterday, I did actually go ahead and watch Lethal Weapon today. And uh, I'm kind of on a, uh, I'm going to be on a buddy cop film kind of journey, I think, and so that's why I actually started that conversation up in the Discord. Lethal Weapon is actually a really good movie. Um, I haven't... It's been a lot of years since I saw that. It's been a lot of years since I've seen it, too, yeah. so I was like, I'm just going to dive in. Ian, question. Um. So, I did... I started it without you. I didn't get your permission, honestly, but I, I was just in the James Bond mm-hmm. mood, and I watched Dr. N- no, mm-hmm. and um, I just want to let you know that. I don't want to like backstab you or anything like that. It's... I was just in the mood, and I think that's going to be my series that I'm going on right now. Well, hey, I mean, if I'm backstabbed by anybody, I'm used to it being by you. So uh, <laughs> as far as James Bond goes, though, uh, I, hey, it's not too late. You only got one in on me right now. So I could—I yes. could, I, I can catch up. I got a few days off. so. I wanted to let you know, just so if, if you wanted to come on my journey, um, like most of the films are on HBO right now. Gotcha. Yeah, I have the collection of all of them so i can go through and kind of watch them but uh mitch what have you been up to
0: well before we get on to that man what podcast are you gonna go see oh i'm gonna go Will see check it out?
1: uh it's part of last Stand media it's a podcast called sacred Simples, it's a playstation podcast um but under their like umbrella there so they have like a ruminations radio network called last and media and uh mm-hmm. they have like a playstation podcast an xbox podcast and they have like this uh Just conversational podcast called Constellation, where they just talk about just random shit. But um, I've been following Colin Moriarty. He's the host of uh, Sacred Symbols for like 10 plus years now. And uh, I've been watching his content when YouTube was still like in the beginning stuff. And I've been listening to his stuff for a while. And uh, being able to finally see him in person is going to be very surreal. So I'm very excited about it, but. The, yeah it um, should be fun i think
0: are you that's what you're going out there for like pretty much solely that's what kind of prompted the trip yeah that's what prompted the trip is else? they're
1: doing uh one live show like like pretty much this whole year and it's gonna be in houston so while we're there we have plans to like go to the houston aquarium and then just like we're planning out food routes and shit and nice. yeah we're just gonna kind of walk around and look around but we've never been there so it should be fun i can't
0: remember where i've and I guess that sounds terrible, but it was, I think it was Houston. We had conference there one year, and might have, no, not Houston. Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. It was uh the 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 road out to Texas. You guys drive it out or fly? we are flying. That's only fancy. Yeah, pants. we're flying. Nice. Let's make it you know easy. We're going for like
1: three days, um. So should be fun.
0: Yeah, that drives a bitch. Yeah, try to drive as little as possible
1: when it comes to out of state. So.
0: Um, myself, um, I, I would love to say I had some weekly recs and, and I guess in the theme of the show and not very original, um, I, I got to go with the last of us TV show still like I've, I'm catching up this Sunday. I've been, I got, uh, three episodes in as you guys may have seen that third episode, might be familiar with it. And I had to stop. Because uh, I wanted Natalie to watch with me, I was like, "Holy shit, you have got to be watching this show with me!" So I came to a screeching halt, uh, went back, and started again, and made her start watching. So we were watching two at a time each Sunday. So this Sunday will be two, and we'll be caught up.
1: Ian, have you been catching up, or did you stop watching? I stopped after the first episode, um, but hearing the hype around this third episode, man, like <laughs> I, I have to, I have to keep going, right? Like, it feels like a must It's up to <laughs> you, you man say, mm, But it's been recommended for the past like Month of episodes It's a very good episode um, And I think It's main strength as we've talked about before Is it kind of strays more away from You, you know it's kind of fucking funny because I complain my whole life about how I don't get a real adaptation And then the first episode I get that's not true to the Game is the one I like the most i <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Whatever, but um, no, it's good, man. That is funny. You should funny. catch up. If I, dude, it's horror, and it's good. I, I, I think you'll like it. I like it. Um, how are you... So how are you d- digging the show, though, in comparison to the game, Edge, from what you remember?
0: Well, I don't think I know the game nearly as well as you do. So to be fair, you know, I, I don't... I wouldn't consider myself like a, a hardcore fan like you. Like I, you you kind of set the bar for Last of Us fans. And I don't want to re- remotely try and front like I'm the fan that you are. I did beat and finish both games, and you know I don't play games or finish them so that's that's a statement uh you know for the that series right uh, that alone so um I don't know the story as well and in and out like you do, but i the the show the the production value on it is crazy good like it really impresses me when you think about old movies that are like post-apocalyptic, something like Omega man or, or something like that. Like you look that far back and you think like we could, we could never have replicated this post-apocalyptic world um, back then. And the way that it it looks and the way that it's portrayed is just so impressive. So that alone. And then uh, Pedro Pascal, like, I mean, I know a lot of people were already fans, but Jesus, what the what the hell, man? Doing a, a bang up job, and even um, uh, Bella Ramsey. Like I was really concerned about that casting. Uh, yeah, me too.
1: With her, I, I really
0: was. What's that? Was it the accent? No, oh. no, it was. Uh, it was being kind of too, and that's on my own fault, but being too used to or expecting her character from Game of Thrones. Mm, gotcha. You know, and I was like, Ellie is just way too sassy. Yeah. And so I didn't think she was going to be able to pull that off. But in this fourth or fifth episode, wherever I am, like, um, it really shines through. She did a, a really good job. Kyle will know what I'm talking about when, when I reference the, the little book that she's got.
1: Yeah, um, like, I think
0: she, yeah, she really get she gets it really well. She
1: she took a minute to to kind of grow on me. The second and third episodes, I was still kind of like, eh. but um, by the fourth and fifth, she really embodies the character a lot from the game. I'm yeah. very happy with the the casting choice. Um, yeah. And this, I haven't watched episode six yet, but episode five it ends with the bloater and stuff. Spoilers, but it, it's yeah. fucking nuts, dude! That <laughs> shit, that scene is insane. And the, yeah. for the first time, I, I'm gonna spoil something again. For the first time, you see like a child clicker, like it's like fucking. Oh, that was creepy. It's as fucking hell.
0: gnar, but yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's 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 really solid and and worthy of I think the praise that it's gotten so far. Um. Uh, I don't want to nitpick, but I'll say that some of the writing and direction in this last episode with the bloater you're Mm -hmm. talking about, some of the uh, directional choices as far as layout was concerned. Now we're getting into, we're not reviewing that (laughs) show, but it was, uh, they were a little bit questionable. Like so far, everything has been intelligent and real world enough that it, it eliminated like doubt, but there were some choices made in that episode that I was very much like, that is some bullshit. It's right not there. perfect. No one would it's not that. a
1: perfect show, but
0: no, yeah. no, it's not. So there you go, Ian. Like everyone's praising that third episode, but it's not perfect. So watch it so you can
1: watch it so I can
0: find out what the hype is about. Yeah.
1: Or don't. I mean,
0: or, or, don't. <laughs> or don't. I mean, there's <laughs> been plenty of
1: shows that I, I just disregard uh, the hype and just carry on with my life. So
0: ooh, that's a good question. What's something that, that got like universal praise, like everyone loved? but you never got around to everything.
1: Okay. Fortnite, I guess would be a big one. Cause like that was when I was, that doesn't count. That looks stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I think lost, lost Mm. Fortnite. Mm. Um, uh, it's a lot of big shows. I don't know. Heroes. I never got into
0: you. Mm. never, never got into never saw it. Uh,
1: I watched like the first season and was like, it's fine. I don't know, and that was pre like Marvel movie stuff too. Yeah. So like that was like at the time, like even at its height at at Heroes' height, where it's like this is the best we're gonna get from a visual standpoint for a super show or a uh, like a superhero show. I was still kind of just like underwhelmed by it, so I was just like, it's fine, I guess. Like I was like maybe twenty one, twenty two when it came out, and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, superhero super. stuff pre MCU was just weird. It was hit. It, yeah. You either got like a oh, that was pretty good, pretty decent or it's come on. Come on. Maybe it's just because like the established characters weren't there with heroes, like it's not like heroes I knew and but even then like it was one of those things to where we were finally getting something like on screen. And I was like, I want to see some, like at that time I was a lot younger. I was like, I don't care about, you know, drama and shit. I just want to see powers, like show yes. me powers. And like, okay. they, they <laughs> never did it. They never did it. And I was just
0: like, eh, I, I don't think, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't think that counts for, uh, and no, no offense to what I'm thinking about. Like I'm thinking about something that is, cause I don't think heroes is, is, widely praised do you think like it was pretty big at the I mean, time but it, like okay so what's it? an example i think like small like for me hmm? it's probably bigger. what's that i think like smallville was probably bigger right i think smallville is pretty universally loved like if you haven't seen smallville um particularly and especially if you're a dc fan then then you're fucking up um but like for me i've never seen titanic mm. oh like you still have loves it? that shit i've never seen oh. it nope still to this day Ian, you hate it, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> <it's a> t- <laughs> dude, I
1: remember seeing that in theaters. I, and I, streak, almost, dude, I almost saw it again because it's playing right now in theaters in real 3D. They, they re-released it. And I'm like, dude, I, I swear to God, I almost I almost went and saw it myself. I was like, I want to go see this fucking movie again. But then I was like, four hours? Do
0: I really have four yeah, hours? Dude, oh, my God. Is it it's four like hours?
1: It's like three and 20 or three and a half or something like that. But it, it came out on two VHSs and I owned it. But... I was like, ah, "Do I want to do it?" I, I actually think that movie's really good, though. I like. Movie
0: I, I imagine it probably is, and I know a lot of people worship at the altar of Cameron. I am not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's right. But enough with the romance. Let's talk apocalypse. Oh, son of a bitch! You know what? I am gonna re-record my intro because I originally had intended to start with a Bible verse. Wait, with a what? <laughs> a Bible. Oh, verse. that would have been cool. Oh, it's oh, it's going to be cool. Well, you already fucked it up, so we're not editing it. <laughs> no, okay, I am. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm putting it fair in. Enough. So, so how do we how do we do this, guys? Like, what, what's the what's the what's the process here? Like, because the prophecy 1995, um, re, it came out. Uh, director, you know what I really like is the director's Gregory Wyden. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gregory is a choir of angels. So I that thought was. That was kinda uh... interesting.
1: Funny little coincidence there.
0: Yes. Uh, budget of 8 million bucks brought in 16.1. If you double your budget, I guess that's considered successful. But yeah. 16.1 is not a big haul. How? Okay, so... Still more than Kevin Smith ever so made. So it made money, though, right? Yeah. It made money. I mean, I didn't see what production budget, what, like marketing budget, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but it made money. So, So where was the green light to make four more of these films?
1: <laughs> like... <laughs> Like that's something that happens when like something just knocks it out of the fucking park. Like we're talking about right, saw four? or like something like that, right? What like mean like sleepaway camp, like something with a lower budget and just makes it up ten times over. This this got four sequels, dude. This does not seem like a film that would warrant four sequels.
0: The Lord said, "Let it be so," and it Fair was enough. so. I,
1: I do have a question, Mitch. Um, you've seen the rest of the films, right?
0: Uh no I haven't seen them all.
1: Yep, you but you've seen like a couple other sequels. Yeah. Where does where does it go?
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Nowhere <laughs> good. Nowhere good ask. man. <laughs> where does it go after that? <laughs> Nowhere good. Okay okay because Christopher Walken comes back right. Yeah.
1: He's in three of them. But but is he in three of them? Well no I, I was asking you I think you said he was in three of them I'm not sure though.
0: I think it's, just, I think it just does too. like, um, so I will just say like right off the bat, like for me growing up in like a Christian household and having this kind of stuff like presented to me, I mean, not in this horrifying way, like angels burning their eyes out and shit, but those are, those are the things that were most attractive to me about religion. <laughs> what, but like, so that was one reason why I liked this. And I I don't want to get ahead of it and drop my 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 rating or anything, but I love religious horror. I I think that that is, um, for me, like the battle of good and evil is really interesting. And religious horror, whether it's Christian based or anything else, is just really. I mean, for like for Christ's sake, like religious horror goes back all the way to probably further back than like Bram Stoker, like with the cross and like you know um. Those types of things. So I think the the roots of a lot of horror and monsters are kind of rooted in religion. Like there's evil and there's good. And so that is one reason for me why I was interested in this film and why I saw it, what, what, what attracted me at first.
1: Well, I mean, I think the Bible in general just has a lot of more hor- horrific stories. And I think it's just a, a scary
0: thing that people really get attached to. I took a little note that I thought, like, the Book of Revelations was, like, the first horror novel, <laughs> but I don't know that. I mean, obviously, there's, like, like legends that go back before, the, you know, the writing of the Bible, but, like, there's some scary shit in there. If you ever, like, look at the actual literal descriptions of angels, the literal descriptions of the things that are going mm-hmm. on, like, it's pretty horrible stuff. So, yeah, I, I don't know. So, that's, that's my attraction to it. That's why I was, that's why I was drawn to that in other movies like Stigmata. Um, The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have like the ultimate evil is the devil, right? Yeah.
1: So he's the ultimate bad guy.
0: I the ultimate bad guy. Next to next, Darth Vader. Well, no, Darth Vader is a little
1: above him, but I uh, <laughs> used to... okay. So I've gone on record before saying that, like, I'm not a religious horror guy. Like, I don't. It, I know. It's probably like my least favorite genre. But when I think of yep. religious horror, I think of just nothing but possession type movies. Yeah. Um, when we mm-hmm. go into stuff like angels and demons, which is it's kind of a funny coincidence because before we were deciding on this episode, we were going to do Constantine and I feel like this would make a good double feature. Actually, the problem is Constantine would be an, an awesome double feature. It's angels versus demons with, you know, humankind just like in the balance, kind of in the middle, just, you know, being the middle. But I, uh, I did enjoy as much as I don't like religious horror. I did enjoy the, uh, the whole heaven versus hell aspect of this film. A lot.
0: So, mm-hmm. I I would love to see, and I don't know if if this, this is just me kind of like spitballing a little bit, like a a director's cut of this or like a a harder R version of this where there's more time because the cutaway scenes to like the horrific angelic battles and all the mutilated angels mm-hmm. and demons, like give me a little bit more of that, and it would have really elevated this film. Like, because it, it honestly pre- presenting it to you guys and proposing that film. I was a little bit hesitant because I mean, it kind of, it almost doesn't make it into the horror genre.
1: This film. Yeah. Um, Do you think? Um, Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. When I, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, of course, Kyle's going to pick this movie. It's, it's practically like Constantine. Um, even <laughs> Gabriel's in, in the other one. Um, But I, yeah, I think it has enough horror elements like it's got the it's got the horrific images of the eyeballs and the the um, demons flying around and all these visions. Um, I think I think that enough. That's enough to make it a horror film. And I mean, dude, when the guy fights the angel and knocks him out of the window and he gets like hit by the car and crushed and pinned and like yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking gory. Yeah. Or when you know the one dude gets lit on fire and his skin's like melting off and he's still talking to him. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Dude, Eric Stoltz, man. Yeah, this had a pretty big cast, actually. A lot of Pulp Fiction actors in this film. (laughs) A lot. There was three of them, actually, as far as I could tell.
0: Dude, I mean, since it kind of got brought up right there, you know, the the cast in this, like, again, you guys are going to have to help me out. I I feel awful because while I I do listen to every episode, being here in a co-host position feels a little different, Mm -hmm. so it's harder for me to know the format that you want to go by, but I just want to mention the cast as well. Like the performances in this film are way better than the film as a whole. Mm. Like yeah. they, like Stoltz is awesome. Like does a great job. And I don't want to get to walking quite yet, <laughs> but this might have been the first film I saw walking in, and I was immediately a fan. I just in love with his performance in this. And then I want to save this for later too. But Vigo ego Best that was ever. the biggest yeah. surprise of the film <laughs> ah, i love that guy so much man
1: yeah just going yeah. And to I, walking, though, can we to. just go ahead and all agree that this might be the worst wig in cinematic history <laughs> <laughs> can, we just, can we just call it like it is like it was a disturbing wow. choice for sure i will give you that it looked awkward. Take yeah.
0: your wig off. <laughs> it, it did look just, awkward. Just use your, your hair. Just back your hair.
1: I know you got hair under there. You, you <laughs> yeah. don't need that. Yeah. That yeah. burlopad you got going on there. I just know. <laughs> <laughs> Most awkward wig.
0: Yeah. So that was that was um, one of the, the attractive things to it. Because when I saw it, I saw it in the theater. Damn yeah, flex! Uh, I was like, who is this guy? What's that? <laughs> look at all oh, theater. That's a flex. That is a flex. Um. But like I said, I love this. Like, did you Have you guys seen Stigmata? I have not. Neither. John John Carpenter
1: flick. Uh, I saw Stigmata in the theaters, but I have not seen it in a very long
0: time. You know, I am going to totally alienate your fans and possibly both of you. Did you say Carpenter? Yeah, it's a Carpenter flick. Stigmata yeah. is? Bullshit. I'm pretty sure. No, it, I, I love it, so it Just would make it sense. Uh, no,
1: yo, n- what am I thinking of? So it's not... What am I thinking of? I think you're thinking of the oh, ward. I feel a lot better now. The ward is what I'm thinking of. You're right. Mm. Hold on. It's a Rupert Wayne White. Oh man, I. It's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an aneurism over there. That's true. Uh, sure. right. I'm saying that one right.
0: The ward is what I'm thinking of. The ward is what I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that that I, well, I love. Um... That movie a lot too, because again, I don't know why, but just with with my Christian upbringing and being kind of like a, a repressed kind of like life, and then when I found the metal, the um, the metal of course has a lot of similar thematics, you know. And I can remember being a kid and being like, nah ma, this 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 song is about the Four Horsemen. It's it's in the Bible. Like, That's- don't you? You should let me listen to Metallica." um <laughs> So, I mean, that carried on with with film, and uh, I think one of the other reasons I like this film so much is is uh, where it's filmed. I mean, it's the Southwest.
2: It's
1: filmed okay. in Superior, uh, Arizona.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's not yeah, I thought too far. I actually just took a guess on that. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah filmed in like superior globe Miami that whole area. Oh I'm not positive but there's some scenes that looks like they're actually driving the Salt River Canyon. Yeah. So, Whoa. yeah, I absolutely i love that too. I've
1: been there once in my life uh for for work and um wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad I got that. That's
0: that's amazing. That's impressive. Thank you. It bodes well for the uh what's in the box play later. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, man, like, uh, the war in heaven, um, Milton's paradise lost, Uh-oh. all these things are these basis for like some of the greatest, uh, stories ever. But I mean, like, what about you guys? I mean, I, 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 don't know if this gets too personal or anything like that, but Kyle, you don't like Christian horror or, um, religious horror. Um, did you guys have any kind of like religious background or, or like were you guys inundated with that shit? from your parents or people you knew
1: my family was never a religious family okay well we did go to church um in the beginning like I say like in the beginning like my younger years in life beginning um I know my mom was like she identified as like Lutheran she went to a Lutheran church and um but then I got to a certain age where I just kind of stopped going and she never like forced me to go or made me go or anything like that um yeah. since that time, I think she kind of fell out of it as well. I've never asked her why she got out of being kind of religious. It's actually a, I'm kind of interested now. I kind of want to talk to her about that. But um, she just stopped going as well. And then, um, yeah. So, no, I don't have a lot of experience with like a religious household. And even now in my adult life, I'm not a religious person. So I don't like really connect with a lot of the themes that they try to scare you with, with religious horror. It doesn't really frighten me um, because Makes I don't sense. really believe in it. So it's like another form of, you know, just fiction to me. Uh, so that's just me. That's really interesting. I, yeah, yeah. I
0: really appreciate that perspective, though, because like I never thought about it that way. Like maybe like real down deep. Because I was, like, raised with it, maybe one of the reasons it's appealing to me is because on some level, it's still, like, ingrained in the back of my psyche. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, because, I mean, you were supposed to be afraid of the devil, and you're supposed to be afraid of going to hell, and everything... Damn it, man. You just ruined everything for me. Yeah. Like, no. I really, <laughs> dude, I mean, people that I are religious, I grew past that people that are religious, uh,
1: like I-, I want everybody to be able to believe what they want to believe, obviously. And Hey, oh, sure. m- maybe I'm wrong and there is a hell and I'm going to it because I don't believe, but I don't know. Like, it's just not something that, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I feel like if it makes you happy, yeah, and if it makes you a better person exactly. in life, exactly, yes, that's, that's yeah. That's you know, trying be, to be religious. Be as religious as you can.
0: Yeah. yeah, No, I I support that. I I guess what I'm saying is like I it it's not the fear of hell, um, because I do subscribe to Ozzy Osbourne's feeling along those lines. If we're going to hell, we're sure as all gonna have a great time down there because we we'll, you know be there with all the cool <laughs> folks. But I mean, it's it's not that, um that makes religious horror like intriguing to me. I think that it really is that like that ultimate bad guy kind of thing um, or the personification of, of the evil that men do uh, that, that really draws me to that. Um, Yeah. That's what I think. Uh, Ian, what about you, man? I I like your, I like what you just said. You know, if it makes you a better person in this life, then great. Go with it.
1: Yeah. um, I love uh, religious horror. Um, I grew up a Catholic up until oh around high, like, uh, my last senior year of high school, um, and the, the second divorce that always gets you. Um, but <laughs> uh, I Not would really. always, I mean, I would go to Sunday school. Um, I would go to church almost every Sunday. I met my best friend of all time at, at, uh, uh, Sunday school. So it's, it was, it was a big part of my life for sure. Um, and then I found out I was 3% Jewish and, you know, it makes a lot of sense now, but you know, it was always, it was always just toasty in that, in that church, but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I love, I love the horror. It does get to me. Um, I, I do, I, I say, I don't believe in all that stuff, but I, I deep down, I really do. And, um, I love the whole Every story of of the Bible and the Dante's Inferno and all this like mythology behind the Bible or the the angels and demons it's it's very fascinating to me and something like this movie was actually uh, highly enjoyable. Um, We've got to uh, hit
0: up uh, uh, Dean from the modernist monastery. He seems to be pretty well versed in all this stuff. Because, I um, mean, you're talking about, you know, we mentioned Dante's Inferno, and there's like yeah. Milton's Paradise Lost. Like, I was raised to think that the war in heaven was actual doctrine. But recently, I, I have heard, and I haven't, I need to do the research on this, so you'll have to forgive me, but that a lot of that stuff comes directly from Paradise Lost and wasn't actually scripture. Mm. Like, mm. so the idea, god damn, I love... I, Okay, see, I'm giving away too much now by saying I love this movie. Like, I love the idea that Satan shows up and he's like, yo, this is your war is arrogance, and that's my job. Yeah, role. yeah. He's like, like e- evil. That, is my that's shit. evil, and that's me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's my job. Yeah, like, yeah, that was a cool line. <laughs> yeah, I did like that a lot. Yeah. So, um, going back to, I guess, this movie, then, we talked a little bit about the some of the. the there's not that many kills. It's not like like a slasher or something where so where does the horror come from okay i do have a
1: question um before we get into the kills so christopher walken he can like (laughs) touch someone and then make him make him go to sleep or whatever he does right kind of blank out their mind mind, yeah yeah he did that to two people Mm -hmm. why didn't he do that to um what's his name thomas why did he fight with him May, well, good question. Did that have something to do with Thomas being a religious person?
0: Maybe, maybe he's protected by his original uh, faith priesthood. And priesthood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the ballpark that I was thinking, but I just wanted other opinions. Um, kills. I think. Um, I think that one, the car kill, that's got to be the best, right? Yeah, of all it's three sick. kills. Of all three, yeah. yet. <laughs> it's top three for sure. Yeah. Um, the makeup design, I'm not sure. I'd like to, to, to see a behind the scenes of this film just to know the whole design, the face design on him. Because some of it looked really fake and like he might have been uh, a whole puppet. Mm-hmm. And then some of it looked like him. And it was very confusing, but I guess it kind of worked. I was kind of um, underwhelmed by the, uh, I guess, lack of kills, but also not even just kills necessarily, but like their lack of usage of like the angels. Like when you first saw that guy and he had like the blackout eyes and like like the imagery is so cool and like the prosthetics and the makeup is so cool. I kind of wish they would have used that more or there, there would have been yeah. more of them in it. Um. That's one thing that 100%. I wish, or or even like the um like the imagery of the flashbacks of the angels dying and stuff, which totally reminds me of like just like an FMV in like a PlayStation One game. That's what it looked like, <laughs> but like, like Blood Omen: Legacy of Kings, exactly, King. or Soul Reaver, yeah. or something. Um, I kind of wish. Okay, let me ask you a question. So, do you think if that was made today, those scenes would be a lot more, like? Like, would there be a lot more scenes of like the real life angels and stuff in this film, or do you think they would have still taken a backseat approach of like not showing as much?
0: I would hope that they'd show more. I I would hope like yeah. there's one at the very the really early on in the film, there's like that there's like a shadow of the angel falling. Mm. You see him, like pass across the building and and it's supposed to represent maybe the angel coming to earth. Like, I I think if it were made today, there would be more focus on the horrific nature of it, you know
1: I think movie viewers today are a lot more critical, and I think that this production would have been researched a little more, so the accuracy of the the angels falling and whatnot would have been done a lot better um but also, I don't think we would have gotten um as a violent as much of a violent depiction as we did. If that's something I could say, I don't think that car kill would have
0: existed in today's flick. No, really? Yeah, no, I really don't. Well, I mean, eight million bucks though. I mean, that only went so far in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, it went all to that car scene. <laughs> it all went into the car scene. Like, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I guess part of me likes this film for what you know and which i which is why i understand anyone who doesn't enjoy it because it's so 90s very like 90s all, it's super 90s yeah. like from costume design to yes. like the acting the acting the, score. the wipes the score like it just bleeds 90s all over the place Absolutely. um so i i think i t- can be fair and say that part of my attraction and enjoyment of it is the previous indoctrination of religious um apocalyptic revelation you know like that was my favorite book in the bible and all my sunday school teachers hated it that that that's what i was attracted to because like i'd go to church and and they'd be talking about love and things like that and i'd be like let's talk about the beast let's talk (laughs) about you know let's what happens in revelations and they'd be like mitchell (laughs) now You know, let's let's talk about love and be kind to thy neighbor, and I'm like, no, let's talk about fire and brimstone. Like, that's the <laughs> shit that attracted that I was interested in. So I think that's part of my enjoyment of this film.
1: Yeah, it's all the darker stuff for sure. Um, I do want to go back to that score because I like it quite a bit. Not gonna lie, um, it reminds me heavily of Candyman. It gives me some Candyman vibes for sure. Um, but this dude, David C. Williams, he actually uh, was composer on Phantoms, Critters 3, Drive, 1997, featuring Mark DeCascos, an absolute banger. Just want to bring that up because I have to. Um, and he did the rest of the, he did a couple other um, prophecy films and American Yakuza, which is uh, another Vigo
0: film. Dude, Vigo.
1: Yeah. Vigo's did awesome. You
0: guys see History of Violence? No, that's did not That's, a, I, I did not that's see that. a Cronenberg flick, isn't it? Dude, that's that's got to be on your list, man. Yeah, got to see that. I heard it's good. I know. I know. Kyle, any other uh, um, observations or thoughts on it, especially for the 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 man in the room that does not like religious horror? Mm, no, not necessarily. No additional
1: <laughs> observations. Uh, the soundtrack was good. Um, again, I just wish. I loved the approach that they were going for with the, um, like the angels and the demons, heaven and hell. I just wish they would have depicted more of that rather than the, them just being kind of um, in modern day Earth, kind of just doing their thing. Like whenever they went, gotcha. like, whenever they went to depict like, the, the flashbacks of the angels, that was like so brief and so quick. But it was like the highlights of the film for me is when they went to that like gothic dark approach. Um, of the film, but I just don't think they touched on it enough.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it it, it left a lot on the table. And as I was rewatching this because it had been years since I had watched it, um, I was thinking about you guys and nothing but love and respect. But I also was trying to <laughs> watch it with fresh eyes and think of how this film would play to my younger brethren in horror mm. and how it would feel to you guys and. Um I told Kyle, I was like, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make predictions. I'm gonna be honest. Oh yeah, the predictions. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna be God. I'm gonna be honest about the predictions. Um but I really I I thought as I was watching it, especially it was coming to mind. I was like, these guys are gonna give it and at the end you could should I tell you now or, or should, no, I, should I wait? Well you you let's, can let's tell wait. me. Let's okay, wait. okay, okay, okay. Let's wait. Let's, okay. wait, let's wait. Let's wait. I'll get you guys get we'll give your uh ratings when we get there, and then I'll tell you how close I was. Okay okay um but i do want to like go back to the cast and and my thoughts that this cast exceeds the sum of the whole like i love the cast honestly walking badass like i i just love the shh, like awesome and the comedy like with his zombies or i don't even know what you call those like his little his little <laughs> buddies like th- it was really that was really kind of unexpected like Here we are watching something that's like based on eons of you know religious dogma, and and there's walking making like zombie jokes, you know, with Mm -hmm. his little buddies. Yeah, I was looking for
1: more of a comedic approach from that zombie guy who killed himself. Like I thought that he would, (laughs) like I thought he would dial up the humor just a little bit. Like he tried, he tried to land some jokes, but they just weren't that funny to me. No, I do feel really fucking bad though about um, Rachel who is played by amanda Plummer when she's like literally on her deathbed about to die and then he takes her from that like that's so <laughs> sad she's actually one of the ones in pulp fiction as well um wow. she uh is in the beginning scene at the diner that does the shootout and the robbery yeah and then yeah. i mean C- christopher walken's obviously in pulp fiction but so is uh simon the main guy he's the Eric guy Schultz. that throws the uh the epi in Uma thurman's chest so he was in that's right anaconda correct yes so got a lot pulp fiction actors but no the the cast is great i wish we got more Vigo. having lucifer kind of like only in the last 10 minutes was a missed opportunity to me i would have loved to seen him throughout the film more than gabriel in my opinion um but no it, it's a great cast stellar cast stellar cast
0: i'm gonna counter the lucifer thing because it's one of those instances where less is more. Mm. Like I, I feel like his appearance and when he shows up and you realize who he is, and he's he's being so tricky, slick and smooth. And I could lay you out and fill your mouth with your mother's feces. Yeah, like yeah. what? <laughs> like, he's a threatening motherfucker! Like what a great job! I would let him do it too. And, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I I loved Vigo in that, and again, I I loved walking, and it. it was fantastic. Um, the the detective guy, I love kind him. of like oh, Casey Jones. That's a, yeah, he was kind of like, I I was like, nah, I mean, either way, good with that guy for me.
1: That's who he is. I recognize him from somewhere. That's who he is. He's Casey Jones. Yeah, okay, He's Casey Jones in the uh in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nineties movies, um i really like seeing this actor i don't know why it's just something about his his face you know some about his face and his acting he always seems very um assuring and very knowledgeable and I, he's just enjoyable to watch i wish we had more of him just a little more of him and a little more character from him as well yeah
0: in the film yeah yeah really he was kind of there like all the time. He like wouldn't go he away. He would not go away.
1: <laughs> he, he was probably the least interesting character in the entire movie. Like more demons, just, more angels. He was, he was very bland. Get out of here. I will say he was very bland. Yeah. yeah. Especially when he was talking to the uh, the cop, when the cop was trying to bait him with so many one-liners <laughs> and, and and Thomas was just not having it. I want to be a priest. Yeah. Did you I want to be a, a cop. cop. Pick a profession. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get yeah. out of here. Jesus.
0: Right. Yeah. But, yeah. And I really liked the, I mean, again, the southwesterner in me comes out because I was like, I, I really liked all the, the, uh, the Native American stuff. Like, I just thought that was cool yeah. because I, I, when I was a kid, I used to read a lot of Tony Hillerman books and, you know, not being actually in touch with that side of, you know, my heritage, et cetera, like, except through media like that. Um, There's always in a strange way, been like a little bit of a, a fascination with it for me. And again, this is to like for me, myself, like that stuff is like how interesting. And I always, um, assign or credit my love of the metal to the war drums of my ancestors. I believe that the native American, like, I'm, you guys are. I'm. I'm kidding, but I'm serious. No, I, I. In my head, I was like, "This is metal." You just saying it. Like, it's a metal as hell. Like that's where, the like, I feel like it's in my blood. You know, right? Like, right, it, right. it came from my ancestors' <laughs> war drums. Um, so let's let's do a quick like wrap up, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back with uh, America's fastest growing game show that's on a network that's small and related to a horror podcast. What you Fairly. guys? What are your final thoughts on the film?
1: Final thoughts and rating. Ian, I'll let you take it. Oh, do final thoughts and rating. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. So I, have- I really enjoyed this film. Uh, would I own it? I don't think I would go out and buy it. But if someone gave it to me, like if Kyle hated it and gave it like a like a one and a half star with no heart, uh, I would take it off his hands for sure, for sure. Um, but what if it got like a Scream Factory release? If it got a remake, then so if it was a completely different movie, you would buy it. <laughs> so if it got a remake, and the remake was really good, and then you had to put like the other films with this one, with the remake, then, then I would get it for sure. Um But no, I really I really love the score. I really love angels and demons. I think I would rewatch this film, not gonna lie. And I, I would be curious to see some more of it. Um that being said, I'm going to give it a Three with a heart, with a heart. Okay, okay, interesting. Um, this from the first ten minutes of this movie, I was like, "This is a Mitch ass movie." (laughs) Like, I could just (laughs) like had it all over it. Uh, (laughs) Um, super nineties. I dug that, and I've actually been wanting to go down a nineties journey recently. So this starts it off pretty fucking perfectly, in my opinion. Um, not in a religious tour, but I did love Angels and Demons and the battle and the conflict. I love all that stuff. Uh, they had some really cool imagery. Um, I really like a lot of the depictions of the angels and how they looked. I just didn't really vibe with uh, the characters, a lot of the characters, and the pacing of the film. Um, I'm glad I own the film. Uh, for 12 bucks. to have all five movies is a steal, in my opinion, even if I don't like the rest of them. I mean, it's, it was a cheap buy. Um, I'm going to give this a 3, no heart.
0: Three, no heart, no heart. Three and a heart. And I told you guys I'd be honest about my um, oh, you estimation of predictions. your ratings. Oh, no. My predictions. I predicted Kyle one star. Wow. No, it was definitely not that bad. You know, and I predicted Ian, I, I don't know, as well. I thought I would be lucky if you gave it two. So I'm really surprised at your three-star ratings, to be honest with you guys. Yeah,
1: that being said, like, the one, no way. To, okay, so this movie actually has a <laughs> lot going for it. Like, it has a lot yeah. going for it. It's just, It really does. Yeah, it's just small things that bring down the 3.5 to 3 and also the no heart. Like, it, it, it's so close. The cast alone is almost enough to get it a heart almost. It's just mm-hmm. there's certain things, like the pacing and and, and just like how, like how the interactions of the characters play out and stuff that just kind of, It just it doesn't hit that
0: bar. There's some bad interactions. There's some bad dialogue. Yeah. There's a couple link instances of like like some pretty bad directions. But it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I I knew going into it that you didn't like religious horror, so Mm. that played into my prediction. And uh as I was watching it, I was like, wow, you really like this movie based on the fact that you were like inundated with this shit as a kid, and the fact that you love Vigo as Satan because <laughs> Satan is a cool ass villain, and the fact that I I loved walking because I I'm I i can not believe that I'm going to say this, but I'm I'm going to bring the rating down because I I got to give it two stars <gasps> and a heart. It's just not it's just not that this good. Is the best episode Whoa. ever done. <laughs> wait wait you said two stars and no heart. Two stars and a Two heart. Two
1: stars and a heart. Okay, that's that's yeah. fair. Oh my god. Two stars and a heart. Yeah. Shit, can I go lower yeah. now? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah. Yeah, you actually <laughs> can no, go lower. No, you can no, change no. it. You guys gotta no, do that. i keep it three and I'm keeping three and no heart. Yeah, I'm keeping wow. mine. It's it's not that bad. It's, it's definitely a
0: passing grade. Yeah, it's passing. Yeah, twist sure. ending. Twist ending in the reviews and final thoughts section of this uh this week's episode of I loved it. Ruminations for Red Rum. And if you think that's all we've got to shock you. Come back after the break and we're going to play a little game we like to call What's in the Box? You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, it hurts! And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcast here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com Horror fans, welcome back. Ruminations of Red Room continues and now the moment you've all been waiting for What's in the box? This game show is, uh, you know, brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network, home to a myriad of podcasts and hosts that really want nothing more than to put a little bit of joy in your ear holes. And uh, this, this game is one of my favorites, one of my favorite features on the entire network. And I myself look forward to it every time I get a chance to, uh, to, to edit it. And I'm excited to host it. Today and I want to say in advance, there is a theme. Oh, he went the Brendan, Brendan route. Brendan, Brendan Jr. over here. Fly. There is There is Junior, Junior. Son? Senior over Brendan here. Brendan Senior. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about the age. I forgot about the, the age. Yeah, I, I was an like only old man. <laughs> so, you know, I was really flattered this evening. I was I was with some coworkers, and uh they they were we were chit chatting, and as you do. And one of them asked me, like, well, how old are you? And I told her, and there was genuine, sincere, like, shock in both my coworkers sitting across from me. They were really, and I was incredibly flattered. So, just, like, I'm on high. I feel great. Wait, so how old are you? So, the way this game works (laughs) is I'm going to read a description of a film on Letterboxd. You might be familiar with Letterboxd. It's a film aggregate site where you can go on there and Talk to your heart's content about films and the things you hate and the things you love. Um, When the gentlemen hear the summary, they're going to make a guess at its rating on Letterboxd. And if they get within 0.3 of the rating, they get a point. And if they guess it on the nose, they get an additional point. And then they have to guess uh, the decade in which the film releases. If they get that right, another point. So a possible three points. That is correct. Possible three points. Did I get that right, guys? That is great. Cool. And do we give you the title ahead of time no, or no. after the fact?
1: After after we guess okay. the the decade. the decade.
0: After you guess the decade. All right. So, horror fans, are you ready?
1: See whatever. Damn,
0: he always go. go see
1: whatever. <laughs> Dude, I hope that just never dies. I don't know why you are flipping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am ready. All right, to your corners. When their computer hacker friend accidentally channels a mysterious wireless signal, a group of coeds rally to stop a terrifying evil from taking over the world. This is the
1: 1996 movie Hackers. <laughs> no, <laughs> this
0: is <laughs> was that 96 uh, starring I... <laughs> Angelina Jolie yes. and Johnny Miller. May I get
1: the genre, please?
0: Oh, I thought these were all horror. Cool.
1: There you go. Also, well, can be like horror and um, something else.
0: These are indeed horror films. All horror, okay. okay.
1: Oh man, I mean, this is obviously a '90s film. It has to be. This is that net movie with 90s. Sandra Bullock. Net something net. Oh, dude, remember that one? Net you,
0: dude. I love you. You're man. too young. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go.
0: Two point four.
1: I'm gonna go 2.8. Oh no, this doesn't seem like a 2.8. I'm gonna go 2. 6. I'm gonna go 2.8. I'll stick with my gut. Oh. Okay,
0: your gut's wrong. Ian's gut is also wrong. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Suck it. This is the two. The what, what, what? What? Which? So now that you didn't get that right, you don't get to guess the. Decade. No, no,
1: we still. We do. Yeah. So we get no points awarded for, for that first round. and we both guess the decade. Guess the decade. Okay. Um. 90s. Yeah, it has got to be 90s. Yeah. No. No.
0: No. I'm sorry. So what's the year? What's the title? What's, what's the this rating? This is the 2006 oh. film directed by Jim Sunzero? Pulse. Oh, oh my god. My god. It makes Pulse so much sense was now. The and its rating is 2.0. Wow.
1: 2.0. I was gonna 2. go 2.3 as well. Yeah, you got so close. Damn, you got I trusted myself. I didn't think it was going to be that low, though. Mm. Damn. Pretty low. So, this this is the remake, then? Yeah, it has to be. It has to. I've never seen it. So, Mitch thinks that the movie we covered today is a lower rating than this movie on Letterboxd. Next question. No,
0: I said two. I oh, said two. two. So, it's equal to. But I'll have to see Pulse. I may have to revise That's my. That's the remake then. of Pulse, right? Yeah, you don't, you don't need to see that one. Yeah, <laughs> no, I heard the remake terrible. <laughs> you don't need to see that one. All right. All right. So, the next. Description. Via letterbox. Is it letterboxed? Is it D? Yes. Yeah, I, I think the D is silent. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchy D. When a freighter is viciously attacked in the Pacific Ocean, a team of experts, including biologist Nico Tatopoulos and scientists Elsie Chapman and Mendel Craven, concludes that an oversized reptile is the culprit. Before long, the giant lizard is loose in Manhattan, destroying everything within its reach. The team chases the monster to Madison Square Garden, where a brutal battle ensues. Well, this is a terrible film. This is um, Mortal
1: Kombat Annihilation. Yes.
0: Reptile versus Scorpion. Mm-hmm.
1: I can't tell if this is the Godzilla reboot, or if this is, like, Alligator 2 or something. i <laughs> 2. <laughs> oh, God. Um, man.
2: I'm gonna go you know what it is?
1: 2.1. He knows what it is. I'm going to go 2.0. Okay. I think it's, it's 2.0. Do you think it's Godzilla? Final answers? I think pe- people are probably a little more generous or people just shit on this film. It's either way. It's got to be Godzilla.
0: So what's your, what's your 2. final 0. answers? 2.1. Both of you? 2.1, 2.1. Ian on the nose with a 2.1. Let's go, baby. Damn. So now, do you recall the decade in which this...
2: Oh man. Yeah, because I saw it in released. theaters.
0: Did you? Yes, this is... I think it came out
1: 2000. Or 2001, I 2001. Which is... Which, if it came out 2001, that'd be a, a bad year to release this one, but... Um, I'm going to go 2000. Oh, no, it could be 99. No, it's not 99. It's- I'm going to go 2000. I don't even know why I'm helping you, but
0: no, it's 2000. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2000. <laughs> because you're a team. You're a team. The team Red Rum. You're both wrong on the decade. What? Damn, it was 99. It was 98.
1: It was 98. Is it 90s? Oh yes. my God, I was that was young. 90s. I feel like it was, I was older than that. I, holy shit. <laughs> you should have went in the 90s. Damn, because there's <laughs> Godzilla in 1999 and that one came out, I think the year 2000. 98 <laughs> is the earliest. So it's, it's 99? It's 98. It came out. Okay.
0: All right. So it's 2-1. Because I feel Ian's cheating now. Yeah, he had his hands down. He had he he had his hands down. Hands up, kind of looked like it. Hands up. I swear. All right, all right. Next, my phone's ready. Next, next. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) All right. I'm just Uh, God tier right now. In a small, peaceful town, zombies suddenly rise to terrorize the town. Now three bespeckled police officers and a strange Scottish morgue expert must band together to defeat the undead. Okay.
1: Oh, wait. Can you say that last sentence again, please?
2: No, I cannot. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. It's a new game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said something. I don't know. Was... Is that
0: allowed? Gosh. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's, it's you're, allowed. It's my, you're, rules. you're the host.
1: But you don't it's have my to rule. you don't
0: want to. No, I'm not. I don't want to. Okay um fuck
1: (laughs) i think i know what this movie is but i don't think it was zombies then you don't know what the movie is (laughs) and they (laughs) they specifically say zombies i mean they were zombies but like i'm gonna go 3.1 i'm gonna go man do people think it's do people go a little more generous
2: on this one 3.0 I just want to know what's happening.
0: I, I want to ask Ian a question. Yeah, and that question is this. Are you indeed hacking my house, right? Now? No. Did, so I, get Did I get it? hacking my iPad? You didn't get it on the uh, nose. Uh, Would you say 3.0? Yeah, I went 3.0. It's so a 2.7. Damn! He's oh, <laughs> on it right Kyle now. Kyle misses it by a point 0.1. <laughs> by point 0.1, he misses the extra point.
1: Okay, okay.
0: It's three one. So now... Three, one. It might not be the film I'm thinking, then.
1: Guess the decade. 80s. I'm still going to go 80s, though. Wow.
0: Wow. It's, it's got to be a was... vlog.
1: It's Sean as The bug. Am I
0: right? Not <laughs> no even close. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, you're 40 years off, for one. Whoa. 40 years off. 2019, directed by Jim Jarmusch, The Dead Don't Die.
1: Oh. oh. Gotcha. Haven't seen that show. So those were like ghost pirates. I don't know if they were fucking. Yeah, they're not zombies. Zombies. Yeah, fucking. Not zombies. (laughs) (laughs) zombies.
0: (laughs) All right. So let's wrap this up. One last one for you. Okay. And then I'm going to see if you can guess the theme of my game tonight. Here we go. Bizarre Nightmares plague Reagan McNeil four years after her possession and exorcism. Has the demon returned? And if so, can the combined faith and knowledge of a Vatican investigator and a hypnotic research specialist free her from its grasp? Okay, well, I know exactly what this movie is. Um, uh,
2: yes. I would hope so. Well, you would but
1: hope was it so? Rated?
0: Yeah, I would hope so. Come on, think... You got the name of a main character right in, the, right in the description.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think Kyle's... Kyle has seen this film, Three, but he doesn't like it. 3.0. I'm going to no. go, um, whoa, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like you got to stick with that guess, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 2.5. No, you're both wrong. It's a 2.0. Damn. Okay. A 2.0, um, do we still want to guess the decade or do you want me to just tell you? Decade. I'm going to go 19. 19-
1: 80s 90s because the third one came out in the 90s no no wrong he, he's so disappointed in us. oh my god well it's obviously not the exorcist it's the exorcist 2 70s Isn't it? yeah there you go 70s boom i'll get 77 i get to the second point <laughs> this.
0: so what's the movie Do you get the second point even though you got the, the quest the uh R- grading wrong? No, uh, Ian takes his round. Okay, yeah. there Ian you go it. Now, for a, 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 a special prize that uh, has yet to be revealed That I can't even guess what that would be Just for the fun of it, just for shits and giggles Can anyone guess the theme? If you can, you're badass
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, we got Godzilla We got zombies, we got exorcisms We got movies from
0: every decade it doesn't share a decade i will tell you this here's a here's a small hint and it is indeed small these movies would also still be grouped together with the prophecy in my theme the prophecy would be part of this grouping
1: um i mean with godzilla all these films have some sort of shot in arizona that's a no. Terrible uh, guess. guess. Um, Is that a terrible guess. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Up. <laughs>
0: um, shit. I don't even know. So, I don't even know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Christopher Walken was a song and dance man before he became a film star. Got his start on Broadway, kind of stuff. So, all the stars of these movies also got their start on Broadway. Oh, wow. That's deep cut right there. That's some deep shit. Deep, Deep cuts, Kristen wow. Bell. Fair enough. Matthew Broderick, and uh, what's his jack? That I can't think of his name. Adam right Driver. Now. Adam that's Driver. A that's a good theme. Yes, that's a good theme. I like that theme. Wow. So there you have it. Uh, guest hosted and and stumbled upon and and uh, you know made made a best effort you can by by myself. That's uh, ruminations of red rum on uh, the prophecy ruminating on the prophecy. You guys have any farewell words for your legion of demonic hosts?
1: Ian, the man himself from Alaska has already been a uh, name dropped, so I don't have to do that. Um, thank you, Mitch for, for hosting this wonderful episode. Um, I feel prophesized
0: after this. So
1: thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mitch, for being the first guest host on Ruminations of Red Rum. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. I love you.
0: I love you, too, man. If you like what you heard, definitely check out the Instagram account for Ruminations of Red Rum at Instagram.com backslash Ruminations of Red Rum. Check out the Twitter of Red Rum and join up from there, the Discord, where you can talk all things horror. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for letting me join. This is Mitch for Ruminations of Red Rum the fallen angel of the Rumination radio network
1: stay smoothly folks